Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Russian convictions. I'm Mike Marilla. President says the risk of nuclear Armageddon is the highest level since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Hurricane Ian washed away big chunks of some local beaches. I'm John Doman. It was a down day across the board on Wall Street. Asian stocks lower across the board. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody in Washington. President Biden warns the risk of what he calls nuclear Armageddon is at its highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. That because of Vladimir Putin's unpredictable behavior and his invasion and war in Ukraine. Mr. Biden with that warning at a fundraiser Thursday night in New York. Earlier, he made a major move to overhaul U.S. pot policy, pardoning thousands convicted on federal charges of simple marijuana possession. He's suggesting state governors do the same. It should have been done a long time ago. Shop, you know, there's so many shops, you look around every corner, we're selling weed, and the person that's in jail for doing the same thing, whatever the amount, they're in jail for life. And it's not fair, it's not right. The president's son could be facing federal charges of his own. CBS News learns federal investigators think they have enough evidence against Hunter Biden in tax and gun purchase cases to make that recommendation to a Delaware federal prosecutor. In Las Vegas, there's a suspect with no known motive for a series of stabbings on the famed strip. It left two people dead, six more hurt, three of them reported in critical condition. Security footage shows a man running down the Las Vegas strip moments after police say he stabbed eight people. The weapon that we recovered was a large kitchen knife. The scene is under control. The suspect's in custody and everything appears safe as of now. The suspect, a man in his early 30s, was apprehended within minutes with help from a nearby casino security. Witnesses say at least one victim appears to be a showgirl who takes pictures with tourists along the strip. CBS is Donya Bacchus in Northern California. A vigil in memory of a family of four kidnapped and killed. Merced County Sheriff Vern Warnke says a suspect is in custody. He had done some work for the family. The sheriff favors the strongest possible punishment. Potential for the death penalty. I am going to be very poignant about that. This guy does not deserve to be breathing the same air as the good people in this county. On the Health Watch, new research on possible links between stress and cancer. Here's Sabrina Cupid of WSB. Those relentless daily life stressors like stress on the job, family, or worrying about paying your bills are serious, as Dr. Justin Moore, a researcher from the Medical College of Georgia. It's associated with nearly double the risk of dying from cancer. Women are at a greater risk than men, and certain races also have an increased risk. And correspondent Jerika Duncan reports on another medical development. Major U.S. airports this week will begin screening all travelers from the East African nation of Uganda for Ebola. Health officials are concerned because there is no vaccine for the strain of the virus spreading in that country. In the Middle East, the U.S. military staged two separate raids in Syria aimed at ISIS. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Ah, uh, honey, I can't believe you gave me toe fungus. I gave my wife toe fungus for the third time. My doctor then told me that toe fungus is not just a cosmetic problem and that it can spread and get worse. He introduced me to a new and different routine that flushes out even the most difficult cases of fungus.
When buying and selling a home, there is no need to stress. Be confident. This is Dave Johnson, and believe me, you can be confident with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Jennifer and her team, the marketing approach gave me confidence, sold my home in days with multiple offers, and Jennifer's guaranteed sale program. That can give you confidence to go ahead and make an offer on a new home without fear of getting stuck with two mortgages because Jennifer can guarantee to sell your home at price and deadline you agree to, or she'll buy it herself. So go ahead, connect with Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. WTOP at 104. Good Friday morning. Welcome in October 7th, 2022. Glad you're with us. Fair skies this overnight early morning. Dense fog developing by daybreak Friday. Low in the 50s before we're done. 61 in our nation's capital right now. And a good Friday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you. A man is this morning under arrest after a series of police chases. And what police are calling a reckless shooting. This all started around 9 a.m. on Thursday when deputies in Arlington encountered 27-year-old Ricardo Allen with a gun. Police say Allen took off. When deputies caught up to him, they say he still had a gun. That's when they say Allen sped away again, this time committing a hit-and-run in the process. Arlington Police Chief Charles Penn this morning. Officers continued to try and locate the suspect throughout the day, and at about 7.39 this evening, the suspect vehicle was located in the area of George Mason Drive and Columbia Pike. Officers again attempted to stop the vehicle. The vehicle did not stop. A pursuit was initiated. During the pursuit, the suspect discharged a firearm at the officers. After causing a series of other accidents, we're told the chase ended locally in Fairfax County when police say Allen got out of his car at a very busy intersection and recklessly shot at police officers. One officer did fire their weapon during the encounter. No one was hurt. WTOP at 105. The president has this week decided to pardon everyone who was charged with simple possession federally for being caught with marijuana. While it doesn't impact convictions done at the state and local levels in Maryland and Virginia, it does help thousands of people in D.C. For people over 21 busted for having a small amount of the drug that exceeded two ounces, the simple possession pardons extend to them. The city's attorney general, Carl Racine, called the president's move a bold step forward for fairness and justice because he says overcriminalization of marijuana has disproportionately impacted black and brown communities in the city. The president's move could also lead to the rescheduling of the drug from Schedule 1, which is a equivalent to drugs like heroin. If it is rescheduled, that could potentially lead to more marijuana-friendly laws in the city. Now, governors have been encouraged to make similar pardons for state and local convictions. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says it's reviewing the executive action. In Virginia, more than an ounce of marijuana can lead to a simple possession charge. In Maryland, under 10 grams is only a civil offense, but a ballot measure this year, if approved, could make having up to 1.5 grams legal. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Meantime, police in the district continue this morning to investigate after a stabbing near the National Cathedral happening just before 5.30 Thursday afternoon. The investigation here is ongoing. Uh, the roadway is open, but I'm looking at what is obviously a very large amount of blood splattered on the sidewalk here in front of the uh, giant supermarket at the corner of Wisconsin and Newark. That's WTOP's Alejandro Alvarez reporting from Northwest. Investigators say two adult male victims were taken conscious and breathing to an area hospital. A suspect in the stabbings is said to be in custody this morning. WTOP at 107, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute. 
I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. It's Friday, October 7th. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. By the time now is 108 in the morning. Good morning. Welcome in. Slow or clogged trains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. We'll start you off on Northbound 95 in Virginia. Is at north of Centerport Parkway up toward Route 630. Stafford, a uh, single file gets you by the work zone this morning. Again, no stop, just scheduled for the work. It's single file left getting you by. Uh, but again, it remains slow there. Uh, combination of Route, uh, route 1 over to 630 Courthouse Road. Back to 95, puts you back on beyond the work zone and any associated delay. And beyond that... Nothing else in your way. Hit it up toward the Beltway in Springfield. 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge looks good. Uh, they are working southbound 395 near the exit for Duke Street, but only blocking a single right lane. On the Beltway in Maryland, in a loop approaching Route 50, John Hanson Highway. The fire and rescue returning to the scene. They did have two right lanes blocked. Now everything's been relocated and confined to the right shoulder. All lanes are open, so no delay getting past. And don't forget, they are still working at last check on the inner loop of the Beltway. As you cross the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge in the local lanes from Maryland into Virginia, you've been getting by the emergency work. Single file to the right. Again, the, express, the uh, through lanes are open and get by the work without delay. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. The members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be some really nice weather here, but we've got a little bit of warm fall and a little bit of cold fall. First off, the warm day. That's going to be our Friday and going to see a nice start to the day. Plenty of sunshine early with more clouds coming in the afternoon. Going for a high temperature of 80 degrees in the city. Could actually be our last 80 of the year. We'll wait and see about that one as we make our way through the afternoon, turning a little breezy and cooler by our Friday night, Saturday, a high of only 64. Sunday, high of 66. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 54 at Fort Belvoir, 60 in Froggy Bottom as well in Silver Spring this morning. We're back up to 61 in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, 7th of October, 2022. Glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome in. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24 7, 365. Washington's top news 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest in just moments here on WTOP this early morning. This is George Wallace, and we've reached my favorite time of the year. It's fall and the start of football season. And it's the perfect time to take care of that home improvement project you've been putting off, you know, like getting a new roof. 
Now, you don't want just any company replacing your roof. You want the roofing experts that have over 20 years of roofing expertise and the ones that get the job done right the first time. Well, there's only one choice, folks. Pick up the phone and call Patrick Fingles at New Look Home Design. They've installed over 40,000 roofs for happy homeowners, and they install one roof every hour, so you know they have the experience you want when working on your home. New Look offers same-day on-site or virtual estimate, a 3D rendering of your home, and line-by-line -line pricing so you know exactly what you're paying for. Oh. And don't forget about the lifetime warranty so you know they stand behind their work. This fall, New Look is offering 50% off all roofing materials and qualify for 12 months, no payment, no interest financing. Do what I and over 40,000 homeowners in the Mid-Atlantic have done. Call New Look Home Design at 800-279-5300 or visit newlookhomedesign.com. This is WTOP News. It's Friday, October 7th. Welcome into WTOP at 111. Glad you're with us. Now to the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia. With the fallen economy and financial reserves running low, there are questions this morning about just how Russia is funding its war against Ukraine. Well, we now may know a little bit more about that, how they're doing it. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green this morning with more. The U.S. is accusing Russian mercenaries of exploiting natural resources in Central African Republic, Mali, Sudan, and elsewhere in Africa to help fund Moscow's war in Ukraine. That came from the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield. She said the Wagner group of mercenaries are exploiting natural resources, and in her words, these ill-gotten gains are used to fund Moscow's war machine in Africa, the Middle East, and Ukraine. Thomas Greenfield said, make no mistake, these are her words, people across Africa are paying a heavy price for the Wagner Group's exploitative practices and human rights violations. The Wagner Group has been in Africa for more than a decade, and curiously, they've been especially busy in those areas with plentiful natural resources. Russian officials call it anti-Russian rage. Oh, JJ, we mentioned those two people who boated from Russia to Alaska to get away from being called up to fight in the Russian war against Ukraine. What are we learning from that? This is massive for Russia. People are trying to get out of that country any way they can because they recognize what this situation is. Going to this war means almost certain death. People are being sent to the front lines. 150,000, we're told, are ready to go. And this call-up, this mobilization took place a couple of weeks ago, so they're not trained very well. The other part of this situation is, in 2015, during the Great Migration Crisis in Europe, more than 1.3 million people flooded into Europe from places all around the region. Russia facilitated a lot of that traffic by bringing people in to flow out to Europe. It was using people as a weapon. And so what's happening now, we know that there are well over a million people that have left Russia and gone to other parts of the world. And a lot of these people that have left are people who had means to do that. The people, the poorest people who might want to escape the war can't because they don't have the money. But so the people who have sort of ignored the war are flooding out of the country. These are the people that essentially paid into the economy and were pretty significant for the economy. So this is a big deal for Russia. These people leaving, that many people leaving that country, and we probably will see more trying to get into the U.S. as well. With the very latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, that's WTOP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, October 7th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. 1.15 in the morning, indeed. Sports time and Steve's turn. We'll start with NFL action from Denver. Went into overtime, but the Broncos fell to the Colts 12-9. This game was all about field goals, but some ugly numbers. Indianapolis quarterback Matt Ryan was sacked six times, and Russell Wilson for Denver sacked four times. Now on Thursday at Commander's practice, not much as far as changes to the injury list. Wide receiver John Dodson did sit out of practice nursing a bad hamstring, and Curtis Samuel missed his second day of practice due to an unspecified illness. Washington will host Tennessee coming up on Sunday. That'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff from FedEx Field. Over to the NHL where Caps forward TJ Oshie and defenseman Dmitry Orloff both missed practice on Thursday. Oshie being treated for an upper body injury he suffered during Wednesday night's game while Orloff is recovering from a lower body injury. Caps wrap up their preseason schedule on Saturday night as they'll host Columbus. There'll be a 7 o'clock face-off at Capital One Arena. Steve Dresner, WTOP Sports. All right, Steve, buddy. Thanks, as always. 116 Friday morning, October 7th, 2022 on WTOP. <laughs> the top stories we're following for you this morning hour on TOP Friday morning. President Joe Biden this week pardoning thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of marijuana including apparently those in D.C., and he's also said to be asking state governors to do the same for people convicted on state charges. Meantime, President Biden says the risk of nuclear Armageddon, in his opinion, is at its highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. The president also saying this morning that Russian President Vladimir Putin is not joking when he talks about using tactical nuclear weapons or biological chemical weapons. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time this Friday morning, October 7th, is 117. Glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP Friday morning. Keep an eye out on your mailbox. Ballots are actually being mailed out this week across the district, and voters will elect candidates in a number of major races, including mayor and two at-large council seats. Proactively mailing ballots out is something that started in D.C. when the pandemic began. Those changes were very popular then and very convenient for voters, and that's why we've still been using those same approaches for voters to cast their ballots. And this week, more than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one going to every registered voter in the city. Nick Jacobs with the DC Board of Elections says you can mail the ballot back or put it in a drop box. Drop boxes will be opening on October 14th. And if you want to vote in person, early in-person voting in DC starts on October 31st. Nick Heinelli, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, October 7th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time is 1:18. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks through the overnight early morning hours. First, as always, over to Rich. All right, still have the closure over in Falls Church on Arlington Boulevard again near Graham Road as a result of the ongoing police investigation. Your best bet, uh, do not commit if you're going westbound coming from uh, Seven Corners into Falls Church. Don't commit beyond Annandale Road. That's the easier workaround. If you're eastbound coming from the Bellway headed into Falls Church, Jaguar Trail, a good option to get off a little early before you go up toward Graham Road where you're going to be redirected in some areas where you may not be that familiar with. So just keep that in mind as a possible way to get around the closure. Again, no word yet on how long that will last. Uh, working on the inner loop of the Bellway between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, 
Again, the ramp to go west on 66, exit 49B blocked as part of that work zone. You're diverted a little further north up to Route 7 to work your way back. On the outer loop, ramp to go west on 66, single left lane gets you by the work zone. Uh, on the inner loop between Arlington, Bull, I should say between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes past the work zone. Outer loop between the American Legion Bridge to a point just beyond Georgetown Pike, two right lanes past the work zone there. 66 westbound as you approach and pass over the Beltway, headed out toward the Dunloring Metro. Single left lane gets you by. Down to a single left lane again as you approach and pass Nutley Street. So you're essentially staying, staying to the left side of the split. Between 123 and Route 50, single left lane gets you by. Don't forget the ramps to both westbound and eastbound 50 closed as part of that work, as is the ramp from 50 westbound to go west on I-66 as well. Rich Hunter, WTF Traffic. We've got a beautiful couple of days out here, but they will be a different couple of days. 80 on Friday, plenty of sunshine, but then windy towards the uh, evening, Friday evening. So uh, that's when the cooler air starts to come in. So 80 Friday, but only 64 on Saturday, 66 on Sunday. A lot of sunshine this weekend, but you'll need to dress warm for the weather. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 60 in College Park, 54 in Fairfax, 60 as well at the National Mall, up to 63 in our nation's capital, 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, 7th of October, 2022. Glad you're with this. This latest check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Thank the Lord for the nighttime. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. WTOP, Friday morning, October 7th. Glad you're with us. 121 in the morning. Welcome in. Joe Biden this week pardoning all federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. And he's urging governors at the same time to do the same for people convicted on state charges. Also asking this week for a review of just how marijuana is classified under federal drug laws. Currently, a Schedule One substance it is under federal drug sentencing guidelines, the same as heroin and LSD. They're Mr. Biden's major steps towards decriminalizing marijuana just this week. This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast, joins WTOP with his thoughts on this week's announcement. Timing clearly related to the midterm elections. There's been a lot of uh, campaigning within the cannabis community on the White House to change policy about either those in prison or those who have been convicted and released on federal charges of possession. And for our understanding of this, it really is more important to those who've already served their sentences and are out in the world trying to find jobs or housing opportunities, this pardon will remove the specter and the stigma of having a federal 
marijuana possession conviction on their record, which could open up opportunities currently denied. White House officials on the conference call about this policy announcement made it clear that there is currently no one in federal prison right now strictly on a possession conviction only. So even taking this away from them would not mean they would be released from federal prison. They'd have to fill out the remainder of their other charges they were convicted of. But it does send a signal to governors, as you said, the president's in favor of reorienting all judicial policy about sole possession of marijuana and decriminalizing that as much as possible to, as he said, open up opportunities denied to people simply because they have one rap for one possession of marijuana. This announcement comes uh, on the same week where OPEC says it wants to cut oil production by a couple of million barrels per day, and that yeah. raises the specter of potential spiking gasoline prices once again. The president uh, certainly can't be happy with that piece of timing. No, no doubt. And uh, this is bad for the administration on three levels. One, the administration made a kind of a public last-minute lobbying campaign to not have this happen. That didn't work. So clearly the Saudis and all the members of OPEC Plus, including Russia, ignored that. Two, it could increase gas prices right before the midterms. Never good timing for any president in power. And third, it will reinforce Republican arguments, not about existing supplies, because Biden administration changes on permitting and exploration don't have any real consequential effect on existing supplies, but they would reduce it in the future. Republicans say you're anti-energy here in the United States. This will reinforce that argument in a generalized political sense. So it doesn't work well for the administration, but I would say, after reading a lot about this and talking to some sources in the energy world, OPEC Plus made this decision because it sees a global recession coming. Whether there'll be one in the United States or not, we don't know. But they see it coming, and they don't want global prices in a recessionary climate to fall below 90 dollars a barrel. That's why they're cutting production. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett talking there with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. WTOP at 1.25, Friday morning, October 7th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Money News at 25 and 55, a preview of your business day this Friday on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. ESPN may be closing in on a deal to cash in on the growing wave of legalized sports betting. Sources say the network is nearing a partnership with DraftKings. ESPN has already invested heavily in sports gambling without taking actual bets. It has marketing deals with both DraftKings and Caesars Entertainment. Neither company would comment. Amazon is abandoning its autonomous home delivery robot, Scout, the latest project to be cut amid slowing sales growth. Scout was launched about three years ago and was being tested outside Seattle in Southern California, Georgia, and Tennessee. About 400 people reportedly were working on the project globally. For the fourth time this year, pink slips are going out at Peloton. The fitness company is laying off another 500 employees as it works to save its struggling business. The latest cut will leave it with just over 3,800 workers. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. 
When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has everything you need with a collaborative mortgage and realty team all under one roof. As an IT manager, communicate. Whether in person or remote, open communication with your doctor is key to managing any condition, including heart failure. How have you been feeling? Um, I'm okay. Both are great options to continue having open conversations with your doctor about how you're feeling. I've had less energy. And when you speak openly with your doctor, they're better equipped to help. Visit heartfailuretalks.com to learn more.